Peace, 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 peace. What's the word, family? All right. Welcome to another episode of The Process. Now, where do we begin? I had a great day today. I mean, every day. Every day is great. It's great because I'm alive. There's breath in my body. I get to experience the sun, family. Great. So, I want to bring this up. Today, today I went wardrobe shopping, right? And I've been tapping, I've been tapping back into fashion, that side of myself. Because, now for anyone who knew me in middle school, high school. You know that I dressed to the nines. My shoes would match my belt, which matched my shirt or jersey, which matched my hat. Like, I, you know, the, the fitted hats, the fitted caps. Um, what, what, what were they called? Um, I think the company was 59.50. And dressed to the nines every day. And what's bizarre, those times those periods in my life hated myself had some of the lowest self-esteem in my life and i understood the power of a costume the power of fashion what it what it does to people what it does to the mind you know, you can be a completely separate person from how you dress, I mean, obviously, but you can send out a very specific signal just from how you dress, if you understand how to play with costumes. And that's what I was doing. I knew that, yes, back then, okay, I hated, my, I hated myself, but... People will love me for the way that I dress. Hmm. To show you, to give you an example of how, of how bad it was. Because I was bullied 
as well. I mean, name-called and teased for everything. I mean, the way that I, the way that I looked, it was my, my ears, it was my nose, um, my head, the shape of my head, I mean, everything. And um, I remember it getting so bad, like a low point. I was in, I was in middle school and maybe, maybe third grade, third, fifth grade, maybe, maybe third grade, around there, we had, we had nannies, right? Um, and this one particular night, she had to force me to bathe because I had not been bathing for weeks. I had refused to bathe and I still have the image in my mind of, like it was so bad, I, w I was fully clothed. I had a t-shirt, shorts and She's like, Xavier, you have to wash, you have to clean, you have to clean yourself. And I'm like, I'm holding on to the, uh, to the shower rail and just not wanting to be clean. I remember saying, I remember saying, I don't, I don't deserve to be clean. I don't deserve to be clean. And back then I thought that Cleanliness was a privilege only reserved for the beautiful. A privilege only reserved for the beautiful. Hmm. So, I'm just thinking like, wow, like how, how did I even get here to have so much peace, to have so much wholeness in who I am? It wasn't one thing. It was many things. I mean, it was the love of my family being, being honest with myself, it was journaling, it was music, it's meditation, um, it's eating well. All of it. Um, I remember, and I'm skipping around, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get back to why I brought up the fashion, but I remember being maybe 22, roughly 22, around there, 22 years old. Um, having reached another point, because there, there's, when you're growing, anyone who knows this, anyone who's growing knows this, that while yes, every day is a journey, 
there are checkpoints. There are, whether it's, it happens in over the course of months or over the course of years, there are those specific checkpoints where you just go, oh, okay, that was, that wasn't just a breakthrough, that was a quantum leap that I just made. And when I was 22, this happened to be one of those moments. So I was reflecting in my room and I said, okay, I need you to write down every moment, every person that has psychologically harmed you. Write down all of your wounds, all of them. Okay, wrote them down. Then I said, okay, the next thing that I want you to do is solve them one by one by one. That was one of the quantum leap moments because it, it, it gave form, a physical, visual form to every wound that I had been carrying up until that point. And it was terrifying. Terrifying. It was agonizing to break myself, mind, body, soul, down to the molecule, to build myself back up. Because I knew there was no way that I would be able to have any sort of life. I knew that. So, to jump back to the fashion, um, now I'm in a place where I dress well because I love myself. Whereas before, I loved myself because I dressed well. I would always, and well, before I get to that, When I left high school, I had this belief that dressing well 
was a very vain thing. And I said, I don't want to be vain. What I want to be is filled with unconditional love towards myself and live completely in my spirit. And that's the journey that I went on. And I mean, shit, not, is it, not until, up until, <laughs> like last week did that journey come to a close. That chapter, that, that quest. Um, and so after high school, that's what I was going through. And I took myself through different exercises. Like I went through, I went through an exercise where I didn't shave my head, I didn't shave, I didn't get a haircut. Like all throughout elementary school, middle school, high school, always had the clean, bald head, the clean, clean. And again, it was based on that same premise of if I let my hair grow out, I'll, I'll be ugly. If I cut it, then I'm beautiful, right? That's what I used to think. And I, 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 got, I got just exhausted, exhausted from living up to that expectation. So I stopped cutting my hair. Now, I was around, yeah, around the same time, around the same age. Pardon me. And one of the things, yeah, completely lost that thought right there. I'm just looking. I'm looking. One moment. Yeah, this is real. <laughs> like, there, 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 there's no, there's no cut-ins. It's, 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 we're just flowing. So, I have this timer um, at my foot, and I just use it to keep myself on pace. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing a three, four-hour podcast, the conversation, no, like that, that. That's no. So I keep, I keep just a, in a general area of time um, to give myself structure, discipline. So let's tap back in. Um, there was right. So I stopped cutting my hair. 
And when I tell you I was getting nagged left and right for it from my mom, my aunt, um, my like fam- other family members, when I would go to cookouts, um, at work, when I worked at the Boys and Girls Club, everyone was like, why? You look like a wolf man, like cut your hair, cut your hair. And I would always explain to people, listen, I could easily cut my hair, but the journey that I'm on right now is, well, back then, not right now, but back then was I need to learn how to love myself without condition without expectation, loving myself purely for who I am. I want to embrace all of myself, the external and the internal. And so I stayed, I stayed on that exercise for Eight months. Eight months, and then I cut my hair. And then you know what? I liked the way that I looked. And I and more importantly, I liked, I loved, hmm, I loved the way that I felt. Pardon. I loved the way that I felt. That, that. (sighs) On the other side of it. And to be here now, just now, on the other side of that quest of Loving myself, not just loving myself completely, because I've, I've reached that a long time ago, but not judging myself because I want to dress well, not thinking that it's a vain activity. Again, I say, I dress well because I love myself. Whereas before, I only loved myself because I dressed well. Hmm. Hmm. So. So the other day, the other day, I met with, I met up with my sister, Sasha. And like, we just had to sign court documents on, for our father's estate. Now, I know that there has been a lot of controversy over social media, all over. That woman is my sister. 
There is conclusive evidence. Facts. No more rumors or controversy. Facts. And when we, so after we signed the papers, right? Um, and I could tell she, listen, she's a straight shooter, takes no bullshit. And when we, when we were leaving, we were done, we wrapped up. She's like, all right, enjoy the rest of your day and was getting ready to head out. I said, wait, 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 wait. I just got to talk to you before you head out. So we walk out, we're in the, we're in the hallway. And I say, I just got to tell you. I am so sorry for what I've said to you, about you, and my actions. I said, you proved, you have proved to everyone what you already knew in your heart to be true. You're obviously a warrior and a fighter. And for that, I submit and I salute you. And we hugged, embraced each other, and You know, she was just saying, like, I, 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 that meant a lot. Thank you. Thank you. And she was real. She was like, you know, uh, eventually, you know, we'll get there. We'll, we'll build. Eventually. We're going to be seeing a lot more of each other because of the business, our father's business. And we'll get there. We'll get there. And I said, um, you know, I said, look, I agree. I agree. I respect it. Like, the best thing I can do in the, with any relationship is hold myself accountable when I fuck up. That's all. That's all. And we walked out, went our separate ways, wished each other a, a blessed day. And that was that. Um, it's like, Sometimes I get this like I know yes I am my father's child I am my mother's child 
I hold a piece of them wherever I go. But I know that my father did not take accountability for his actions many, many times. Saying sorry was one of the hardest things for him to do. Um, he meant well, always meant well. But taking accountability when he fucked up was very hard for him to do. If at all, when he ever did it. So I, I feel like, I feel this, that's the word, I feel this sense of responsibility to my other siblings. Because, you know, for anyone that doesn't know, my dad um, had 14 kids. Four with my mom, his only wife, and then 10 outside of his marriage. So 14. And I feel, being the oldest, I feel this sense of responsibility as the elder. And shit, I'll just call it out, a fatherly figure in a lot of ways, right? And I own it. I own it. I wear it proudly. There was certainly a time in my life where I, I felt, I felt, I thought it was too heavy, but I wear it now. I own it. I own it. Responsibility only makes you level up. It only makes you level up. When people run from it, I, listen, I can only speak for myself, but it makes me level up. Hmm. On leadership, I used to feel burdened by it because I now as I step more into the world as my face becomes more recognizable more public as my works and my creative projects become more open and accessible I am aware and I know that I'm not just going to be a leader for my siblings, for my family, but I'm going to be a leader to the world.
and I'm continuously training and preparing my mind, my body, my spirit, my stamina. Because I'm aware of what's ahead. I'm aware. I'm aware. And I take it on, proudly. One of the quotes that always is fresh in my mind is be the change you wish to see. Because you can either complain about the sicknesses of this world, the issues, the sorrows, the obstacles, or you can fix it. You can motivate yourself. You can start with your mind. Then you can level up to your immediate circle. Then you can level up to your community. And then finally the world. Responsibility. <sighs> hmm. You know, as we close out, I reconnected with someone. from school, from high school. We are, we live on other sides of the country right now. And uh, I'm just giddy. I'm giddy, y'all, I'm giddy, I'm giddy. Um, I've had my eye on this person for a long time, but life was happening, whether it was shit, just life or I was with someone or they were with someone. And just one of those connections that people you keep an eye on um, or you think about from time to time that just, they make an impact on you. And we spoke for We spoke yesterday for six hours and 52 minutes, um, FaceTime. Wow. And I don't know. I don't know where it will go. I know what I feel. I know I'm giddy and 
I mean, to be able to speak for almost seven hours, you might as well say. Mm. I have this new policy where when it comes to romantic encounters, I say, let's, let's build a friendship for a minimum of six months. Minimum. Before it goes anywhere else. Like, of course, yes, you can feel how you feel romantically, but a feeling and then acting on a feeling, two completely different things. Like. I've had many romantic relationships and I've had many obstacles and I've learned many lessons. And relationships, my mom would always tell me this, relationships are a game. And I understand that now more than ever. Relationships, I'll take it even another level. Relationships are a business. Doesn't matter, whichever one you want to call, whether it's romantic, platonic, family, it's all, it's, it's a business. And how do you run that company? You decide. Each person is its own entity, right? And within the context of a romantic relationship, now let's say you're talking about starting a family, right? You've, you've, You've gotten married and you decided to start a family and have children. Now, you've brought together two entities and you're talking about multiplying your entities, multiplying your company, your business. You have to think about things, okay, what sort of diet will we raise our child on? How will we decide to school them? their education, how we decide to, um, what's, what was the word, like how will we decide to educate them spiritually, religiously, will we teach them religion, will we teach them spirituality, how will we teach them about God, like all of these questions um, and, and things, topics structures that need to be put in place and discussed thoroughly when you're multiplying your entities. Relationships are a business. I understand that now. And I am aware of, yeah, I can get giddy I can get happy, I can get <laughs> but I implement that six month policy because as those endorphins are kicking in, that, that new relationship energy, that euphoria, that, that drug, that oh yes, I say, all right, by six months, that tends to waver. Like, it, it, it levels out. 
And when the dust settles, the real work happens. The real, the real stability kicks in. Um, because, I mean, yeah, that, that's that. Like it tapers off and it's, it just levels out. And like I journal about this. So I think about, okay, how does she, what is she like in the context of her family? What's her relationship like with her father? What's her relationship like with her, um, her mother and her siblings and her aunts? What's her, how does she handle stress, right? How does she handle stress? How does she handle her finances, right? What's her spiritual base? What are her spiritual beliefs like, right? What's her diet? Um, so many questions like that, like how, what's she like traveling alone? What's she like to travel with? Our families, what's that like, right? Just getting to experience a person in so many different contexts. Because just the one, oh, I like you, you like me. Like that, that, that's elementary, that's elementary. Let's Dick and Jane or shit, Paul and Paul or Jane and Jane. But that, that's, that's the easy stuff. That's easy. That's easy. It's the other things, the other variables that I ask right up front. So I can save you time and myself time, right? Um, I know what I want. I don't, I don't, I don't just want to play around. I want to be a father. I want to be a father. I want to raise a family, children of my own. And I, I've, I've just learned you have to ask these questions right up front. Because if you don't, you're going to get fucked. You're going to get fucked. Um, you, you could marry the wrong person, have children with the wrong person. And if you have children with the wrong person... I mean, that you're, you're talking about a lifetime of just headaches. Headaches. Not 18 years for life. Headaches. And that's that. So, on that note, I wish you well. Have a blessed night. Blessed morning, wherever you are on planet Earth. And thank you for tuning in. Peace.